Sinners and Winners Fantasy Football Podcast. <coughs> to my right is the sickness. Come on, get up, get down with the sickness. <laughs> Good dog. Yeah, that's that's Which, what I got going on right now. Yeah. So uh, I apologize to everybody that might hear some cracking in the voice or coughing in the background or or Hall's cough drop, not a sponsor, um, clicking around <laughs> in my mouth. But uh, you know, I gotta I gotta be here for my peoples, and right uh, you know we're gonna do what we can throughout the show. But to my right, mm-hmm. we have our other uh, our other co-host, Ghost. What up, Ghost? Yeah, and if anybody did not hear anything, that's because he's not actually here. Oh, yeah. So, so, he's so here, here in spirit. He is here in spirit, and we're going to miss him today because we had a good good show planned, and uh, we are going to miss him. But, Ash, you know what What we teased, said we had a good show. What we got going on, Ash? Man, we got a lot going on. First of all, it's not the cool Ash. What is it, Ash versus Evil? Yeah, it's not. But it is Ash the Pokemon Trainer. Pokemon Trainer Ash? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I get down with it. I mean, my I, my daughter's a Pokemon, and I'm a, I'm a trainer. Oh, so we're doing yeah. That's don't don't talk me. No, no. Hey, and you know the hey trainers man, are awesome. pretty. It's pretty cool costume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a hat. It's a hat, and yeah. then yeah, hat regular and, clothes. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Not Did you regular. get to go running around throwing her how showing her how to throw Pokemon balls around her? Yeah, I have to choose her according to her. She's been giving me all these rules, yeah. you know, and she's like, "No, Dad, you have to say I choose you." If you're, if I'm your Pokemon, so like she's telling me how this is going to go down. Oh, yeah. so she's a Pokemon, and you're, I'm her trainer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I've got like little Pokeballs. I'll be wearing on my belt. <laughs> Hold on. It's, you got little Pokeballs. Little Pokeballs. <laughs> that's right. It's okay. Those aren't important. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Down with the sickness. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, uh, Brian couldn't make it here today, and and we had, we had quite the, uh, quite the. Um, uh, surprise waiting for us here at the table when we sat down didn't we yeah we did i I walked in the room and and saw some stuff on the table so you know at quick glance i thought maybe that you didn't have a chance to to clear off you know whatever kids might have been working on or whatever right and then uh i come back and i sit down on my chair and it's a basket full of wonderful goodies from kadunkadunk that's right oh my uh, goodness the halloween fairy kadunkadunk stopped by and Left us all a nice little basket with some custom goodies. Yeah, so I, I know she said last uh, podcast that she pre-listened and uh, gave you all a hard time for some of my candy choices. Yeah, she did not like that I called you out on your sweetest fish. <laughs> that is one of her favorites, too. Yeah, uh, I mean, they are legit and they are awesome. And I appreciate Kadunkadunk actually supplying me with some Swedish fish right for on. my basket. Yeah, man. And that, that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it it is really awesome. I really appreciate it. Um, we're not yeah. sure yet if Brian got a basket or that's an actual extra basket that we're supposed to split. Yeah, I think the letter that was left for us yeah. said that you know if Brian doesn't show up, we can split the <laughs> the candy amongst us. I think it said so, something like that. Yeah, something about sharing. I yeah. didn't read it really closely. And I don't think if a ghost eats candy. They can actually taste it or anything, right? It just goes and falls to the floor. Yeah. So it would be kind of a waste anyways, right? Probably, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think, you know, in the effort of not wasting candy, we think about that at yeah. least. Yeah. We might have to ask Kadunkadunk, though. She, you know, she might have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I definitely mean, so, appreciate I, it, Kadunkadunk. That's, it's a really awesome gesture. And, yeah. You know, it definitely made my evening. I was surprised by it, too. I didn't know when we walked in. You know, we got here basically at the same time. Yeah. I had no idea. So, yeah, that was definitely cool. Very yeah. sweet. And we also even talked about not being able to have dinner because we kind of were 
yeah. both kind of on the fly yep. this evening and didn't get to do dinner. And uh, now so we get to eat candy yeah, for it's dinner. Sweetest fish and Reese pieces for dinner. <laughs> Delicious. Yep, don't let the kids listen to this. Yeah, we are please. kidding, children. <laughs> You're going to have a well balanced meal yep. as soon as this is over. Whole milk and broccoli. chicken breast and broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that that means and, all the and food quinoa. Groups. Yeah, quinoa. <laughs> Throw some quinoa in there. Maybe some couscous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, we actually this week we're going to do the best we can. We we teased it last week. We got an excellent question sent in by um, a, a good loyal listener and fellow cl- uh, team owner Zach Kaufman, the owner of the Holdouts. The Holdouts. Yeah, man. He. Um, He's he's trying to get us to put our thinking caps on, and uh, that's that's just what he does. Yeah. Uh, he also, I'd like to give him a shout out. He has a great podcast that kind of goes into where do we get our greatest education. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he was a teacher with me and and left for other pursuits, and I think one of the things that stayed with him was that he feels there might be better ways, or are there better ways? So podcast is really cool man it really inspires some thought he's had some cool guests on it including some nationally recognized athletes oh, nice. um, champions of spike ball awesome um, yeah so it's been really pretty cool but it's called the greatest education podcast so be sure to go check that out he's 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 an awesome dude yeah yeah everybody that supports us please support him he is a great dude like um like ash said and again what was it the greatest education podcast nice yeah yeah definitely check that out yeah it's worth a listen man I've, I've i've checked it out he he drops a little episode every week and um it's really cool so yeah so anyway he also submitted the this week's question which we'll get into in a few minutes uh but first let's do a nice little recap around the league we had a very interesting week in fantasy football for the centers and winners centers and winners was yeah interesting yeah not not all not all it's not nice when it goes the other way is it <laughs> <laughs> um, well one thing I would do want to note that all of the lower ranked teams in each matchup won this week yeah so every matchup was technically an upset nice yeah so going through starting starting number one Mitch please beat fact off I'm Jonesy yeah so with with what you just said off all the lower teams beating the higher seeded teams that obviously meant that Mitch please right. got the first win secured his first win of the season and that's awesome because he's been banging on that door yeah he has yeah he has and and while he deserves it it was it was a little painful it came this week yeah. but George's a good dude man I'm glad to see him get a notch a win and you know at the end of the day it closed the gap for everybody so uh, and like you said, well, you know, just going right into it, um, waiting on a breeze continues his hot streak and takes down the number one Run CMC, giving Run CMC his first loss. Yeah, his first loss. Uh, and that one was actually a pretty. I mean, uh, waiting on a breeze had the top score this week, one thirty nine to one sixteen. So it was a pretty uh, wide margin there. Yeah, he gave him the old smackdown because he's no longer waiting on breeze. Yeah, he's no longer waiting on breeze. He came back and helped him out. And, you know, I know it's a tough loss for Run CMC. He'll, he's got a great team, so he could bounce back. But sometimes that first loss opens the floodgates for more, which sometimes is it does. also what I'm nervous for because I think I'm about to hit that slide too. Well, you know, you did take a little hit this week. Yeah. Um, might as well jump into that one. Those Ghosts team, those Hollywood Knights, 
were able to come back in the very last moments of the Monday night game and win at 134.92 to 133.52. Yeah, and when you say very last moments... I literally mean like the last, I think it was like 52 seconds left in the game or something like that Yeah, when he took the lead. It was... It was quite epic. Yeah. And I, I know he needed that win and he wanted that win. So, you know, good on him. It does suck to get one. Uh, and like I said, it could end up being where it opens the floodgates and uh, just get that it's downward like that, spiral. It's like that first time at the bar when you go pee and then you just got to go again and again. <laughs> and again and again. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it was, a, that, that was probably the game of the week. That one was super close. And uh, I stayed up way too late last night trying to, you know, follow what was happening because. <laughs> I thought you had it for sure going yeah. into the game, and especially the way the game started when Miami looked like the best team in the NFL for a few moments. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he closed it out, man. He got the points that he needed and just barely squeezed one out. Yeah. But like we said last week, a dub's a dub. A dub is a dub, and an L is an L. That's right. I got one of them again. Uh, the next game, the holdouts had a really tough week trying to fill some – much uh just big gaping holes in his in his roster yeah took the loss to the dukes of hazard 132 to 121 and then another team that had a hole in his in his roster but we do need to touch on that real quick yeah jason's team got the win against chuck norris he literally made him cry this week (laughs) with a 135.96 victory to 124.56 the interesting thing is that for uh, this game, he left Mr. Cook, his tight end, in the lineup, who, to my knowledge, was called out several days before the game. Yeah. And unfortunately, by league rule, that means he did not make a uh, earnest attempt to fill his active roster and will lose his first-round pick in next year's draft. Yeah, so for those that are part of the Sinners and Winners League, what that means is we still will pick our draft order however we decide we want to do it and jason will end up going to the back of that round but not have the automatic 10th pick so it's not like he gets the 10th pick automatically and gets that turn so if somebody wants that 10th pick it's still open but jason the first round has to go to the end no matter what pick he's got so i know it it stinks i think we talked about actually letting that 10th spot pick both of their picks is that right or did we say we we're gonna yeah because we didn't want to take that advantage away for right. somebody that wanted so what yeah. they'll do is the 10th rounder will have the 10th and 11th pick and then jason will end up picking so jason could theoretically have pick number four but in the first round that pick would move all the way to the end of the action of first round uh and then allowing for that snake pick for number 10 uh right. to take their number 10 and 11 pick and then jason would take his pick which is the 12th. And then round two would technically begin, and Jason would resume his fourth round pick, if that's what it ended Correct. up being. Yeah. So just to make that clear, that's just something I wanted to touch base on. And uh, unfortunately, in this league, hey, man, we're trying to keep it competitive, yo. Yeah. And if you ain't keeping people in there that are playing, you, you got to pay, bring it. You got to pay the pay the piper. Yep. I don't know and, what else to tell you. And if, if anything, because I know there was another team that had this issue that one of their guys was called out last minute. So if, if there's anything like that, we definitely can work with you guys. And I know the rest of the league is okay with it. We've talked about it in other podcasts before. Yeah, and uh, to but, this point, you know, if it's become necessary to help that person fill a spot as the commission, we've uh, jumped in and, and, you know, allowed them to fill a spot. If it's a last-minute 
situation like that where the waivers aren't set up where they can go out and pick their own person right um just in the in the in the uh interest of keeping it competitive we don't want anybody to have an empty roster spot but that's on the owner yeah to reach out and and ask or tell us what they need done and and we'll help and uh, i have done that for for i think three teams to this point in the season so it's it's for anybody that needs it yep Uh, but you got to reach out brother that's right if you don't reach out and the spot's empty you got the cost yep it's just the cost of doing business. Yeah. So uh, how did our picks go last week? Who who ended up doing what? Well, I don't know if you really want to talk about it. but I, um, I mean, I might. Yeah, you might. <laughs> uh, last week, you ended up uh, out of the five games, you got four correct. So that might be why you brought it up just now. <laughs> and it also be, might be why I forgot, because mm-hmm. I only picked two correctly. Uh, and then uh, Ghost over there came in in the middle of us with three correct okay. choices for picking the team yeah. to win. Uh-oh. Um, I do think maybe both of us will agree that we might want to just avoid the bold predictions of last week. Yeah, last week was pretty rough. We've actually had a string of rough, bold predictions. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to step back. Yeah. We're going to regroup. I think that sounds like a good idea. And then we're actually going to think about what is a bold prediction and then what's not and maybe yeah. come with some real stuff next week. I like that idea. I actually heard on on a show that I listened to they were talking about that. And the guy actually said, well, I'm not supposed to make a bold prediction unless I got a feeling, you know? Yeah. And I just don't have a feeling this week. No feelings you know? other than the and love for the candy. Yeah, the candy is feeling delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a good idea. We're going to regroup and kind of strategize so that when we make a bold prediction, not only can you have a little more faith in it, but, you know, we've put a little more time into it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Something that I actually remember and don't have to look at what you wrote down. Right, yeah, because yeah. you had a feeling, hey, this week, you know what's going to happen? Nobody sees this coming, but I do. Yeah. That's that's what I like, you know. Listen to that gut. Listen to that <laughs> belly, even when it says it wants a Reese's Pieces. <laughs> um, all right, so moving into week number nine. Nine. Centers, I can't believe it's nine It's already. crazy, dude. Like, you think about it, we're damn near to playoffs already and we are for, i mean yeah you know? yeah we are su- i mean we're four weeks away yeah it's it's pretty nuts i was actually looking in another league to see if i'd already clinched a playoff spot <laughs> <laughs> it's that close though you know it's kind of crazy yeah but yeah so uh game number one on the slate we've got the dukes of hazard who is currently in fifth place going up against fack off i'm jonesing who sits at number seven yeah so it's a it's a right now could be a potential battle for who makes the playoffs and doesn't so it's a it's an interesting matchup for sure right now projections have dukes of hazard at 80 and back off i'm jones at 108 i'm assuming that's probably because he has some movement that he needs to do in his lineup yeah looking at it, it looks like he might pop rivers in for quarterback should he need to which yeah. would bump him up to about be about an eight point difference projection wise as it sits right now yeah, so I will go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you keep on that roll. I'm gonna go with Fack off. I'm Jones and not keep on. Like I need to start a roll, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm gonna go with myself as well. Uh, just hoping that uh, I don't know. It seems to not matter. I think I picked myself a lot of weeks. Yeah, I've tried not picking myself, and <laughs> it, does, it really just don't matter. It <laughs> hey, goes who you got over there. Okay, so yeah, y'all, so, y'all so everybody he, heard that? Yeah, so he, okay. he, he said... Yeah, yeah, I got that. Uh, it's a good chance he's right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so game number two on the slate is... Uh, 
You want to fill that one in? I just went off the screen. Uh-oh. So let's, Jesus. let's Help me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> let's go with uh, Mitch, please, against I Made Chuck Norris Cry. Yeah, we got the number nine and number ten placed teams facing off. And as of right now, their projections are within seven points. Yeah, with Chuck Norris being the higher projected one. And, you know, as... I, looking at the matchups, I think that I made Chuck Norris cries is a little bit better. So unfortunately, I know Mitch Please got their first win. I think that will break his streak right there. So I'm going to go with I made Chuck Norris cry for this week. All right. I think this one, I'm feeling the flavor of Mitch Please. Okay. I just see the upset coming up and... Uh, Gonna, you know, he beat me, so I'm gonna. <laughs> so he's got to beat everybody else now yeah, too. Yeah, I just I want it's him to keep fair. winning. It's not fair. <laughs> Stop it. Or beat everyone. But yeah, no, I think uh, look at just actually the same thing. I think matchup wise, uh, there's a couple I really like for him. Yeah. And uh, he he's actually his team is warming up, man. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll split the difference on that one because I need to catch up to you somehow or yeah. continue to fall behind. And Ghost whispered his pick too. Yeah. Just in I, case if yeah, everybody heard it, it, you got write that it down. Okay. Yeah. He picks. <laughs> so um, next matchup, we've got the number two and number three ranked teams waiting on a breeze and Morning Woods facing off. Projections has waiting on a breeze winning by about eleven points yeah. as the rosters sit currently. Yeah, and and this is two and three, but it's the number two in the division on waiting on a breeze and the number one in the division on Morning Woods. It's going to be a really close game. I have some really tough matchups this week, so I think, like I said earlier, I think this is going to start a slide maybe for me. I have some tough buys and some tough matchups, so I'm going to actually go with waiting on a breeze for this this week. Hmm. Unfortunately. No, I I think my morning woods are gone for this week. Okay. Yeah, I I think I... I do. I mean, I agree with you. You got some tough ones, and and he's got some really juicy ones. Yeah. and yeah, I'm I'm gonna. I mean, he's been pretty much unstoppable the last couple of weeks. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna concur and go with Breeze as well. Um, wish you the best of luck, though, my co-host. Thank you. I'm I'm definitely gonna need it for sure. Yeah, I th- I think that. Who knows? You know, any given Sunday, but yeah. Um, there's definitely some interesting matchups in there. Although, did you hear the news today? They're they're like supposedly they wanted to trade Bell. Yeah. So supposedly they wanted to. Uh, he didn't get traded by the deadline. Yeah. And I... That just came out of nowhere, though. Yeah, I, I it would be really hard. Gase is a horrible coach. Um, if anybody... Just tell us and, how you feel, man. Yeah, he, hold back. He is horrible. And that was... There were times... And I know we're getting off a subject and we wanted to kind of keep it close, but um, on time. But that was one of the things when there was trade talks in another league of mine with Bell and... I really like Bell as a talent, but I didn't know how Gase was going to use him. And Gase, with Miami, didn't use the talent he had at running back, so I knew for sure he wasn't going to use it. And then he comes out That's and says point. that he yeah. doesn't want Bell. He didn't yeah, want to sign that him for that much. What does that do in the locker much. room, you know? Yeah, but because he's such a good talent, he will play him, but he still doesn't. I mean, he had, what, 12 touches that week? It, yeah, it's ridiculous. And Especially I think what's going to happen is, up. yeah, his contract is so big, there would be no way that this year they're going to be able to get rid of him. Now, I think that will happen is once the season's over, Trey Talks will pick back up and potentially get him then. That but boy's got a schedule juicier than he than does. Starburst in my little uh, gift basket. <laughs> yeah, he does, and it, it will be nice coming up for him as it's if just they play Gase him. is yeah. Gase freaking sucks. He is a horrible coach, and 
I've seen I it hope, almost every week. They do have nice helmets. Yeah, and and I I, I, I really think that if Belichick leaves this past, this next year, yeah. I think they should look at Gase. I take that back. He's a great coach, and, oh, and the Patriots. Say, I see get what it. you're doing. I like it. I think he'd be a great fill-in too. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Not as good of a helmet that he would be going to. No, I, I agree. No. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> All right, so the next one we've got. This is the first one where it's not a really closely ranked matchup, but we've got uh, those Hollywood Knights at number eight currently facing off still the number one run CMC. Yeah. And the projection is about an 18 point difference as it sits, and that's with a buy on the uh, run CMC side, who's already projected to win by 18. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I'm going to go run CMC. Those Hollywood Knights has some tough matchups on his team. Yeah. And I know he had a great week this past week and, and pulled it out on Monday night, but it's going to be tough against run CMC. I think he gets back on his roll. Yeah, I think so too. Um I definitely am. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, like I said, I've said many times, I'm a Tennessee fan. I like the underdog, so I'd like to see uh, uh, Ghost pull that one off, but I have to go with Run CMC as well. I think he's got it. Yeah. And I think I just heard Ghost say he's going to go with those Hollywood Knights. That one did come in pretty clear. Yeah. I heard him on that yeah, one. I heard that too. He actually wrote it down himself, which is weird because he's on the other side of the table, but <laughs> cool. And then the final game of the week is the Holdouts and Jason's team. Uh, they're respectively four and sixth place, and um, right now projected eh, about 20 points off, but that's because of several players still in the roster that are on by on one side and an empty spot on the other. Yeah, there's definitely some movement that both owners have to do. I think this is the week that the holdouts get back on track and, and pull out a win. I know he's been searching for it here the last few weeks, and I think there's some juicy matchups on his side, even with... Uh, with an empty spot right now, I think he can fill it and, and pull out the W. I honestly, like this one, and it's no knock on, on uh, Jason's team, but looking at his lineups, matchups, I mean, he's just got a defensive wall coming at him this week. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with you and, and side with the holdouts for my pick for week number nine. Week number nine. Put it in the books. We almost done with it. Put it in the books. That was pretty exciting, man. Yeah. That we, we went through that. We said we were going to be quick, and we're still at the same time we normally would be. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just not <laughs> quick, you know? We're not Minutemen. <laughs> but, yeah, so as we teased earlier, was there anything else we need to touch on as far as the games, centers and winners? No, I don't think so. I think we, we're good on that. Yeah, I think we are. Thank so, you for everybody that's listening for the centers and winners part. We are now going away from centers and winners and getting into something else. But it is football-related, so hang in there. I think everybody will find this to be an interesting football-related topic. Zaxon in a topic for us to discuss. Would you like to share that with the uh, listeners? Yeah, yeah, it was a great topic, so I appreciate it, Zach, for sending it in. And we wanted to make sure we had a, a timing to be able to, to get to it, so that's why we didn't do it last week. But Zach wrote in, and he said, If the NFL had a game featuring your favorite players in their prime, what players would you be most excited to see playing? So that's kind of like your all-time favorite all-star team. Yeah. And who you would, would want to see in person live playing. And I, I thought it was a great question. He gave some examples. And I don't want to ruin it for any of our picks or anything like that. But he did give some examples on what made him think of the question. Yeah. And also who he, he thinks would, would be good. So what what we're going to do 
is I thought it'd be a good idea to treat it like a draft almost. Yeah. So we'll go round by round. We have three people. Unfortunately, Ghost isn't able to be here today, but he did send in well, his... Well, he's here just in spirit. In spirit. So yeah. his spirit has the picks. Yeah, he's got them. He's got them. So we, he can communicate with us. Yeah, so what we did is we're, we're going to do a draft order. It's going to be a snake, one through three, and then three through one, so forth, so on. And we're going to do one, one quarterback... Two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a total defense, and a special team player. Yeah. And and again, with this question, it was so wide open, and I think what we were all very intrigued by is it wasn't your standard question at all. You know, So uh, being that it's your favorite players or fav- players that you're the most excited to see, that just opens it up. So, you know, it's all-time, current, past – yeah, uh, it just was a really interesting thing to look into and 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 really try to figure out some answers for. So, I was pretty excited about it. I know I know you guys were as well. Yeah, and, it's an awesome question. I'm super excited. And I think we have different ways at approaching who we picked and why we picked them. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I think it's it's going to be fun figuring out who uh, has what where. And what we're going to ask everybody is, is after we're done with the draft, we're going to recap and says, say who's on whose team. And then we're going to post those teams to Facebook and Instagram. And then we're going to have you guys vote on who you think has the best team and who you would like to go see. Yeah. And then also if there's anybody that we might have left off that you would, you would love to see yeah. as or well. Su- or submit your own team. Yeah. You know, any of the above. But we would definitely be curious to see which one of us ends up with the team, you'd be willing to buy a ticket to go watch play. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be awesome. And I'm looking forward to doing this draft. And I'm looking forward to mopping you guys' butts with the picks. Oh, no. And, uh, well, oh, silly, silly boy. <laughs> um, I'm curious to see how, how diverse the, uh, the picks are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if we Me all too. have the same people in mind or you know how we went about it did you want to share any of your thought process yeah so i basically just i don't have anybody outside of who i've actually watched on tv okay i have i have one person based off of when i was still very very young kind of hearing stories and stuff about but other than that most of the people that i have on my list are people that i've actually seen and and remember playing yeah but i just love so much watching and stuff so and i'm picking up on like the little esp vibe right now that ghost kind of approached the question in a similar way yeah you know that um his picks are based more on the same type of thought process so maybe i was very incorrect in how i did this but being someone that didn't grow up as a huge football fan you know like i had a team i liked and i knew one or two people on it and i'm sure some of you might be able to guess those one or two people based on (laughs) Uh, different uh, podcasts we've had before, but really didn't get into football as a whole until I started fantasy football. So the thing I really liked about this question is it led me to research and really look at what I would consider prolific players in the history of the game. So some, and some of mine actually like got priority because I have never seen them play. Yeah. Um, So it was just the impact they had on the sport. So I'm pretty confident there's a few of mine that ain't on y'all's list. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to approach it because you can look at numbers and be like, oh, man, I would love to have seen that or yeah, been exactly. a part yeah. of that. That's kind of the thought yeah. process I, I had. And, and the way the question was framed, it's like, dude, could you sell a ticket to this game if you said, 
you know, it's like that question that you get, you know, if you could sit down and have a conversation with anybody alive or dead, right. The chances are you're going to reach back to those people that that's the most unrealistic of, you know? Yeah. Cause you have that opportunity. So the way the, the way I interpreted the question was like, so anything goes, anything and goes. if I want to go see this group of people play, this is my opportunity to pick that team. Yeah. So, with that said, I mean, I'm feeling real confident. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like it. And and so what we did is we ended up flipping a coin, and Derek, you got the or sorry, Ash, you got the first pick. Yeah, man. And yeah, man. I got lucky this time. Yeah, you That's got not the how first I win pick. Any of my any of my other drafts <laughs> in real life. So I'm excited. Yeah, and and the sickness got second pick, and Ghost got third. So we ended up actually going by position per round. Yeah. And so we're going to start off with running back. Okay. So you want to kick it off with uh, round one and your running back? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. And, um, you know, so in, in, in the process, I kind of did some research, like I said, and picked players based on their best season. So in their prime, you know, the best they ever played. So my number one pick in this fantasy football draft ding, 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 ding. is 1997's Barry Sanders. Damn it. Yeah, man. Was that was he on your list? He is on my list, and you probably wouldn't have draft just with his name on there. I would Dude. probably guarantee that ninety percent of the people listening right now would say that would be either their first pick overall in yeah. general, yeah, or running back. You know, well, he had several great seasons, right? I was looking through, and like there were several. The reason ninety-seven stuck out to me is because the first two weeks he had like fifty-six yards combined yeah. right so in the final 14 games of the year he hit 2,000 yards exactly Damn. and a lot of those were and the reason I want to see him play is he had one 82 yard touchdown he had two 80 yard touchdowns a 73 yard touchdown a 67 yard touchdown and a 66 yard touchdown as well as a 51 yard touchdown all in 14 games yeah Dude, so the chances of you buying a ticket and going and watch this dude play, he was going to break out and just ball down the field. Yeah. So I was I was just reading that. I was like, dude, I'm excited to go see him play right now. Yeah. You know? He was one of my, even though I wasn't a Lions fan, he was one of my all-time favorite players. And when we would play football in the front yard and you pick players, Barry Sanders was usually who I ended up being. Yeah. I mean, he was just... It didn't matter the line he was behind or who he was playing against. He just, he was awesome. And you definitely approached it a lot different. So when I pick my picks, you won't hear any stats behind it. You might just hear because this dude's freaking awesome and I loved yeah. him or something like that. Yeah. So it, it's nice to hear that you had some stats to go in there because, you know, other than knowing that he was awesome and you see the moves that he made, you don't know the full stats right. on what he had. And, yeah. you know, I definitely think that Ghost and myself missed out on a huge opportunity when, when you got the first pick and running back was the hey man, position we're doing. I'm feeling good about this team already. Already. Yeah, that's that's a good one. So it's my turn. And for my first pick, it's, it's pretty hard. I have three or four really good ones. And now that Barry Sanders is off the list, uh, is down to three. And I think I'm going to shock a lot of people with my draft picks this 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 go because I know a lot of people probably think I'm going one particular way. But for my first pick at running back position, I'm going to pick Bo Jackson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bo Jackson. Bo knows. He knows. I mean, that dude had shoes. 
That dude had commercials. He was well, a, like I said, at that point in life, I didn't watch a ton of football. You know, I wasn't into watching a lot, and I still know who that is. Yeah, Bo knows. He Bo kn- knows everything. He, he knows. plays all the sports. He does <laughs> he, all the goodies. Yeah, I mean, I had a pair of his shoes. I had his poster on on the board uh, yeah. or on my wall. You know, and and again, I'm not a Raiders fan, but I loved watching Bo Jackson play. I mean, yeah, it was just a shame when he he hurt himself and he basically stopped playing both sports. I wasn't a Royals fan, but I would love watching him play baseball too. Yeah, and he was great at both. And Bo Jackson is probably one of my sleeper picks. I probably could have saved him for the next round and maybe picked somebody that I think might have Ghost or you pick too. Yeah, but. I just really, other than Barry Sanders, Bo Jackson was one of my top three favorite running backs to watch. Nice. Well, I'm glad you were able to get him with your second, or with, the, your first, but the second overall yeah, pick. Yeah. And I'm also glad he wasn't even on my list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Ghost, what's that? Yeah. I speak oh, okay. Up a little so, bit. yeah, no, uh, Ghost said that uh, with his first pick, he would like to go with Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. That's a, that's a good pick. I actually did a. Uh, I was not a very good student in school. I mean, yeah. I, I did an okay, mm-hmm. um, but reading was not my forte. Book reports sucked. But honestly, Amen. I did a Herschel Walker book report one year. Oh yeah, and you had to dress up like him and everything like that. So I came in wearing a Dallas Cowboys uniform and dressed up like Herschel I'll, Walker. And you just totally remind that wasn't around here, was it? No. I remember having to do a book report on an athlete, and I, mine was Spud Webb. Oh, nice. Back in the day, I was a basketball watcher. Yeah. And Spud Webb was my dude. <laughs> you just made me think about that. <laughs> yeah, um, but Herschel Walker is a great pick. I actually had yeah. him on my list, too. So that's two people that you guys had picked that were, were on my list, and I think that's a great pick. Yeah, definitely agree. So what we're going to do is we're going to circle back around. We're in round two, and Ghost gets to pick another running back. So Ghost... Go yeah, ahead man. and missed that pick on over this way. You're on the clock, dude. You got to kind of make your decision. Yeah, I know you have a couple that you were were thinking about. I think we picked a couple of them, so you only got one option left. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing, man? Okay, he wants to go with Mr. Dorsett. Tony Dorsett. Yeah, man. Ooh, okay, nice. Yeah. He actually was not on my list. No money either. So that that was a good pick, and it's going to differentiate himself. I think that's now two Dallas Cowboy running backs he's got on his team. I mean, is he a fanboy? He might be. Might be a fanboy. I don't know. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, so next is me. Yeah. And uh, you know, I like I said, I I think there's going to be some shockers here. Oh, I'm still feeling good. Uh, yeah, I think you probably are because I probably have no. I'm not even close to picking who you who you might have for your last pick. Um, I'm gonna go with probably the team everybody thinks I'm gonna pick. Yeah, but it might but not, not the be guy. the player. Oh yeah. Yeah. So though this this person might not be the best uh, human being in the world. Oh. He was. I, think I know who you're going for. He was a freaking great ball player and this is one of the guys that i didn't actually get to see growing up yeah but just from what i hear and what i've seen on on film i would love to have seen him play so one of the very few guys that i have that i put in the mindset of you which is if i could go back i would pick this person that would be oj simpson i knew it i knew it was coming the juice oj simpson i will tell you he was on my list was he yeah yeah yep so i know i know it like i said it's the team that I think everybody thought I was going to go with, but not the player. 
I saw the other player a lot, and I really liked him, and he is great. I actually have a jersey of his. Um, but OJ. Yeah, yeah. well, can I can I uh, offer a little bit of insight on why I, he was on my list? Sure. Um, so the thing I found out was really interesting about him is he still he, – he eclipsed that 2,000 yards in a season mark and um, had 14, se- 14 touchdowns. But the thing that made it cool was it was back in the day when everybody just ran the football. There wasn't any really like major quarterback throwing all these right. yards. So he was he did all that against all these stack boxes, you know. So like them old school running backs were the real deal, you know. Yeah. Played through injuries and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I agree. He would have been a, a fantastic dude to watch play. Yeah. It's you know, hitting what's still a huge milestone for a running back in today's NFL where it's uh, you know, bubble wrap and oh you just fouled him yeah. you know back in back then like oh i lost a tooth get back in there boy and run the ball yeah <laughs> you know? and you're getting those yards after running over people yeah yeah i absolutely agree with you um that was a great pick i like it well, thank Even, you. you know like so you're you said, feeling a little bit less uh no not at all he okay. was a, he was not number two or number three on my list <laughs> but he, but was, he was, was number list. four on my <laughs> list um, all right so final pick for running back for you what you got there ash you know, since I've got the pick between my second and third ranked uh, player, I'm going to go ahead and go with my number two guy. Might as well. Which I doubt anybody will really be able to predict. I will pause now for you to say what you think it is. Who I think it is yeah. going to be. Ghost, you're wrong, buddy. You're yeah. way wrong. You're way wrong. I don't even think that was a running back, dude. Uh, Gale Sayers. Oh, wow. What a name. But that was not correct. Dang. I like that you tried that. Um, one, like I said, I've, I've made it known. Like I've always rooted for the underdog. I always liked um, Rocky. You know the series, the movie. He was that underdog guy. Um, this dude, I don't know if you could call him an underdog back in the day, but back in the sixty, the year of nineteen sixty-three. And you were how old then? I was negative <laughs> a few years. <laughs> Jim Brown. He was on my list. Did some. Bad assery in the running back position. I agree for the uh, Cleveland Browns that year, but he had eighteen hundred or one thousand eight hundred fifteen rushing yards. He had five hundred and seven reception yards. Again, that's back in the day when people just weren't throwing the ball. Yeah. Um, and wait a minute, how many touchdowns do you think he had in a season? Yeah. Let's go seventeen. I don't even know. <laughs> that was no. a trick question yeah on it me. really was no the the thing that i was amazed by is he averaged 6.4 yards per carry yeah that year he was a Just, beast he was beast and he was doing it he was old school he's yeah. got him going through the line don't do none of these tosses to me just hand me the ball and let me knock these boys down yeah so i i've always loved that rumble tumble kind of yeah. football player um so yeah he was he was definitely one of the og beast just wrecking ball type players yeah, it's a great pick. Um, he was on my list, so I and the stats I read off as far as rushing yards and reception yards were not his. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I mixed it up. I think Ghost is switching your papers around without he you is. knowing he, it. He messed up with me a little bit, but yeah, his uh, that yard per carry that he hit is still a record. Yeah, yeah. No running back has averaged more. Since. Nice. So yeah, I just thought it would be beast to see him. Plus, he did some like B-rated movies after that. You know, do you remember when he was an actor? <laughs> yeah, and he was just always such a badass. So yeah, I would love to see the boy play football. Yeah, yeah. That's, you got a good team. I think we all got some good teams going yeah, on. I'm here. liking the way this is shaping up. Yeah. So right now we're going into round three, 
and we chose the quarterback position. And Ash, you are on the clock for your one and only quarterback. Man, it ain't even going to take me five seconds. I want Dan Marino. <laughs> I think we, we pretty much figured that one out by a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do we need no, to go into anything Dan- else other than you just want his lips on yours? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, I will say for the record, while I did respond rather quickly in that previous episode, it was for humor. Yeah. Okay. I got it. You know. Um, no, but honestly, he did have some very nice hands. And yeah. <laughs> uh, he, I wanted isotoner gloves like no other boy my age should have. <laughs> but, um, no, in 1984 in particular, Dan Marino, I think, still stands out as one of the best quarterbacks ever. He was the first one to eclipse 5,000 yards in a single season. Um, he also had 48 touchdowns that same year, 1984. So, yeah, he's just the boss. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, especially back in the day in the old school type of football, he held all the records. Now, he never had a ring. Nope. Is also kind of why I liked him. You know <laughs> what I mean? And that's maybe part of why I hate. I don't think he wanted one. He couldn't fit in under the Meisterton gloves. Yeah, man. That would, that would mess with the smoothness of his hands. <laughs> he had a modeling career to worry about. Uh, uh, but, yeah, no, I really, uh, he was, he's still probably, I would say, my all-time favorite quarterback. Yeah. So, he's got to be on my team to go see. Yeah, that's a good pick. All right, so I'm at, at number two, and I have a I, – I did not have Dan Marino on my list. I'm surprised. So – Your list is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually don't have probably who my favorite all-time quarterback is on my list either. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I, I think I'm going to shock some people here. And one of my favorite to watch and just a person that just did not give an F and would go out and sling it and still rack up the wins and is still up there as, as one of the tops. I'm going to go with Brett Favre. Nice. Brett Very good. Favre. Yeah, um, you know, I, it was really close between him and one other person. And, yeah, just he just didn't care. Let me yeah. just throw the ball down the field while I'm falling down. I'm going to throw it 75 yards or whatever, and then I'm going to run down and rub it in your face. And, you know, I <laughs> he was just awesome. I yeah, just loved his awesome. attitude that he had on the sideline and, and just him as a player. Now, with all of that comes interceptions and bad play too, but you take it with what he actually gave you as positive stuff. Yeah. So I loved watching him play, and I would love to see him in person. I think that's an excellent pick. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's why I grabbed it. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, Ghost, uh, I think you have a pick in uh, what you got going on for quarterback there, Ghost. John Elway. Oh, man. John Elway. I could have yeah. figured that Did one. You, yeah, he went with Elway. I wonder why. Uh, Homer. Yeah, maybe a Homer pick. <laughs> also, you know, a phenomenal quarterback. Yeah, he is, he is really good. Him. He might not be able to, to identify talent, and he's struggling getting a quarterback <laughs> now <laughs> for his real team. Yeah, that's um, true. But, yeah, he was he was great playing. Yeah. I think that's another good pick. Good, good job, Ghost. For for as quiet as you've been this episode, you're really hanging in there. I think. Yeah, you, yeah, you got some good going ons, and you got some good comments going over there. Hopefully, everybody on the uh, on the wire can hear that. Yeah, hopefully, y'all are picking up on this because the boy's being sarcastic. Yeah, he is. Can you please close your mouth while you eat those <laughs> candies, though? Um, so we're going into round four, which is going to be tight end position. Okay. And that one is going to be picked by Ghost again. Ghost? Tight end for yeah. the number one for Ghost. Ghost's number one tight end pick is Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp on my list as the number two. Oh, yeah? 
So that's a great pick, but not um, See, again, not good enough. I think I went different than y'all. You probably I'm did. I'm actually probably, I'm hoping you take my number one, so I feel less conflicted about <laughs> taking my number two. But, uh, yeah, awesome pick, man. So I will, and I'm, I guess I shouldn't say this, but I could potentially lose the voters' vote with this pick only. But I think this was the Gronk before Gronk. Yeah. And I think, I, I loved watching him because like Brett Favre, he just didn't care. He was going to catch the ball, run you over, throw it, slam it down in your face, tattoos everywhere, and just whatever. Um, I'm going to come out here. I'm going to play. You like it or not, I'm going to catch the ball, score touchdowns, and run you over. And he is from the U. Okay. Jeremy Shockey. Mr. Shockey. Does anybody on the know who that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I actually might have people that know who he is to vote for me. I hope so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. me too. I've heard the name. I, thought, I wanted to say he makes like underwear now, doesn't he? <laughs> he might. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He might. Yeah, but for the oh, Giants, no, that's, that's he, I jockey. mean, he was. Yeah. He actually might have that. I was, I was trying to be funny. Yeah. A, a little rhyme there. Shocky yeah. jockey. Yeah. But he he actually was really great tight end, and he did well at, for the Giants. Yeah. For a while, so I I just loved watching him play. Right. So. And it was almost right around the time that I was getting really into fantasy football, and I, I liked having him on my team. Right on. So, Ash, finishing out round four. Man, you I'm got feel- your tight end. I'm still feeling so strong about how this is going. You have all your picks probably I mean, still. I'm still getting what I – yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> and I'm actually going to just leave the number one off the board because the more I think about, dude, what would I be the most excited about when I bought a ticket to this game, Right. That's how I'm selecting my people. Yeah. So for my tight end, I'm going with the 1961 season, Mike Ditka. Mike. <coughs> Sorry, you okay, the, the sickness? <coughs> the sickness got me. The sickness is so, overwhelming. Yeah, so Mike Ditka, I mean, he was a – I don't honestly remember him. Pl- I knew he played, but I, could, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that that's what he played was tight end. I didn't know much about Dick other than being the yeah. coach. And, and his personality well, yeah, as a coach is awesome. Yeah, he's, his personality is a big part of why I'm excited to see him play football. Um, you know, I, I, clearly that was before my time, and I never actually got to watch that in person. I'd love to go see him play. And honestly, he, he's a baller. Um, in, in 61, he had 12 touchdowns and uh, almost 1,100 yards at, at the uh, tight end position and a crazy 56 receptions for that season. You know, so he was involved a lot. He just seems like that mean and, and rough guy, you know. If he caught the ball, you might have had people, like, resistant to tackle him. Yeah. So I'd love to see him play. So that would be my tight end. Nice. And I'm clearly winning this draft. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely have some some great picks, and, and I don't blame you for thinking that. But yeah, bring we, the heat, we man. will see. Yeah, we will see. We will see. So next uh, is round five. You're going to start off with that, and we are picking team defenses. Oh, I got first pick on team defenses. Yeah. Man, this is a hard one for me to pick. But I'm going to go with, just to, just to throw some variety in there, the 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nice. Yeah. Something from this generation. Yeah, I figured I'd throw a little a little <laughs> new school in there. Even though I'm really excited about the other options I had. Um man, the Bucks were just shut out. Like they they, they just Yeah. They were awesome. That was with Warren Sapp and yeah, man. Uh, Rondé Barber and Yep. 
That's on. Oh, hold they on. They just had, had such a team. Simeon Rice. Uh, just all kinds of just yeah. ballers. Um, they had 31 interceptions as a team. Uh, they only allowed 10 touchdowns that season in the regular season. And in the playoffs, they outscored their opponents 106 to 37. Damn. Yeah, so they, they were a squad, man. They were fun to watch. Yeah. That's that's a good pick. They were, I mean, especially it's more recent than in a lot of your yeah, other picks. I figured if there's some so. young listeners out there, maybe I better <laughs> head some votes my way with the this generation. Yeah, but I, 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 there you got some Hall of Famers on that defense. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's for great. Sure. I think this one is going to be um, a little bit more where you guys thought I was going to go with, and I'm going to go with the 92 Bills. Right, right. You know, and we've talked about it before. We're not talking about the best all time, but what we would like to watch. And I loved watching Bruce Smith, Cornelius Bennett, and Daryl Talley play. And you have Nate Odoms and Henry Jones on the back end with Kelso. That defense was awesome. Yeah. I mean, they might not have been the best, but they were great, and they were good enough to get them to Super Bowls. Right. And they ended up with, in 92, 40 sacks and 21 interceptions. Nice. And, you know, leading the way with that is, is Bruce Smith, Hall of Famer. Not quite as many interceptions as... No, no, we're, bucks, we're but, 10 no. short, but, you that's know, cool. it was... That's cool. It was, was squad, great. Yeah, and I, I loved watching him. And every year we lost to a, a Super Bowl, the next year I was like, we're going to be there. As soon as we lost, I was like, we don't have to worry. We'll be there again next year until obviously... What an that, awesome feeling that it, was. It was great. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but I, maybe other Bills fans thought the same way. Yeah. Or if you're in any other sport, like now the Patriots or the Red Sox or anybody like that, when you lose something in the team that you have or that you're watching, you just have this feeling that they're so good, there's no way they're not going to be there again next year. Right. And it was hard because both of the seasons that are the one season that they just got blown out by the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl earlier that season, they freaking crushed them. Right. You know, and it just was hard. So... Yeah, the the ninety two Bills defense is bringing me back up. Maybe recouping Maybe. my Jeremy Shockey pick. Yeah, that might. <laughs> add, that, yeah, that helped a few. <laughs> Got a few votes back on your on your squad there. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry, what's that? I actually I think the Ghost. That's a really good pick, dude. Um, I think probably most people when you think about the elite defense of all time, you may consider this pick. The 1985 Bears. Bears. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. Yeah, and that's probably I think that's majority the, of everybody's pick is going to say that. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. That was a that was a shutdown squad. Yeah, they were they were great. Well, that was quickly on the defense. So now what we're going to do is we're going to do <laughs> we're going to do some special teamers. This is going into round six. Brian or Ghost has the first pick of round six. And what's your special teamer there, Ghost? Man, who is that? I don't know. I've never uh, heard D- Dave. You said his first name was Dave Meggett? Dave Meggett. Yeah, with the Giants, mostly. Yeah. I, I don't have any stats to add to that guy. Yeah. I, I, he wasn't on my list. Name is familiar. Um, I think it's a probably a, probably a good pick. Yeah. We'll see what voters say. Maybe so. Um, but, yeah. So, quickly on to me, I'm going to choose Devin Hester. <laughs> quickly on to me? Because he's got to be probably the best, most electric 
special teamer yeah. I would think of all time. If you're if yeah. you're thinking about kickoff returns, obviously special teamers can be anything from a punter to a kicker. Um, but punt returner, I don't remember any other time teams saying do not kick to this person. Yeah. And it became a thing to where he yeah. would never get the ball because they would want to kick away from him. And then when he did, he'd take it to the house. Yeah. I don't have any stats on him. I just know that he was friggin' awesome to watch. And every time he caught the ball, it was almost a guarantee that he was going to go to, to a touchdown. Yeah. Well, you know how many times he did that? A lot. 20. 20. 20 times he returned a kick for a touchdown. That's crazy. That is nuts, dude. Yeah. And I know he tried his, I think he tried at wide receiver and maybe defensive back, and he didn't. It just what, yeah, he was just a okay. Yeah, but his, his skill set was clearly special returns. Yeah. yeah, special team side of things. Yeah, and he was awesome. So I think that one brought me right back up to the top, folks. I think I'm not sure what you just said, but yeah, I agree. I think, that one uh, brought me right back up to the top, folks. <laughs> it's definitely going to help your team on ball placement. <laughs> um, no, I think that 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 was probably my uh, that was that was my number one as well. Okay, you, you took it. Finally got one that you had picked, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So now you don't know who you're going to go with? Yeah, I'm trying to decide. Um, I think just because this person would have been more fun to watch and also did a few a few uh, touchdown returns. So if I bought that ticket, he may do the same. Yeah. And it was one Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Not he, only could he was he a pretty shut-down cornerback, he also liked to return them kickoffs. Yeah. He only had nine, though. So it was like a far shot down from Mr. <laughs> Hester, but I think entertainment value, he'd be fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I think that was a great pick. I actually have him on my list too. And I think a lot of people forget that he did special teams and did those returns because yeah. he was so electric on on the defensive side. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I think that's a great pick. He well, was on my list. Just out of curious, how many people were on your list? Four, you, for, special, for teamers? special teamers? I had four. Okay. Because I had three, and so far we have two that are the same. Yeah. Did you also have a, another Bills player on yours? I did. I did, too. I did. Was it possibly Mr. Uh, Tasker? It was. Oh, my gosh. It was, really? and I actually can watch him on TV right now. Oh, my god! He's on One Bills Live. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> no, but um, not a sponsor. Um, yeah, I, I had him on there. He was great, too, and, uh, of course, for that, that stretch of time that the Bills were, were the jam. It was uh, it was fun to watch. Do you know that he is still the only special teamer that got the honor of Pro Bowl MVP? Yeah. Yep. Nice. That's a pretty nice little stat. Yeah. He was he was good. Mm-hmm. So clearly, he got had seven All Pro nods. A Bills boy. Yeah. He was obviously good at what he did. Yeah. All right. So we're winding down here. We got one position left, so two spots to be picked, and we are in round seven. And Derek, you have the first pick at wide receiver. Choose wisely, my friend. Oh my goodness. So many delicious there things. There are to... so many. Yeah, this one's like really, really hard. Like really? Like really hard because there's a bunch of them. Yes. Um, and I think I'm I have, gonna have to use we really, only yeah. need two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there was this was hard to whittle down, man. And I don't know that this guy was necessarily he was not the most stat strong. I will say that. Okay, but I'm going with Jerry Rice. Oh well, 
Why would you not? <laughs> I don't blame you. We can move on quickly. You okay. don't need to say stats. We know he's like up on the top for pretty much everything. He definitely liked them touchdowns. He is great. And yep. he just played for a great team and a great error. And error? Era. 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 Yeah. I feel like that's weird to say. Yeah. Era. Era. So, but yeah, it's it's a great pick. He was, he was definitely on my list, and I'm sure he was on Ghost's list too, right? Yeah, he said yes. So we'll move on quickly because I know that one doesn't need much explaining, and I'm going to go I feel like with... you're a little bit butthurt about that pick. Are yeah, you I am. I just I don't want to talk about it. Okay, I mean, I, I missed out on, on a really good pick there. My bad. And uh, I'm going to quickly go with Randy Moss. There you go. Who I think was probably... That was the other one I was debating on. Yeah. yeah that's and a great pick. I don't know. Between him and Jerry Rice, it was definitely a toss-up between who was my one and two. Randy Moss was awesome. As much as I hate the Patriots, I still loved watching him while he yeah. was on the Patriots, and mm-hmm. having him as a fantasy player on on the Patriots was just awesome. Oh my god, I bet I mean, that was beast. Yeah, there was. He's got to be a big part of why everybody thinks Tom Brady's so good. Yeah, I would. That I, season, he made him look pretty damn he wonderful. Did. He did, and he had some funny touchdowns and hairdos and stuff like that. So the personality he is yeah. was really good too. Yeah. He's got that country twang to his voice, <laughs> and when you heard him talk, it was awesome. So, Randy Moss is my first wide receiver off the board. That's a great selection. Cha-ching. I know you're a little bit upset about but that's a great selection. Yeah. Um, Ghost wants Steve Largent. Steve Largent. Yeah. That's a great pick. That's one heck of a name, too. Yeah. He doesn't sound like a football player. He sounds like the guy that, like makes copies at kinko's yeah or he comes to fix your heater <laughs> yeah when it's yeah. broken oh it's oh thanks for stopping by so quick mr largent <laughs> yeah this thing's been leaking all week i don't know what to do <laughs> that's Sorry. a pretty good voice I, you <laughs> need to bring that with you on on thursday gotcha um but yes yeah, st- no honestly steve largent was a great quarterback he wide receiver yep Yep, the, yep, that's what I meant. He, uh, I, just like OBJ, he had to get in there once in a while and do some throws. <laughs> that's just you know you do what you can do. <coughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's a that's honestly a sneaky good pick for yeah. Ghost. So well done there, Ghost. And you know what? After that pick, you get the last pick for you, and in the round eight for your last wide receiver, Ghost. It what he got? He's got one, Chris Carter. Christopher Carter. Also a solid pick. It is. I actually had him too. And I had him pretty high. He was he was great. He pretty much was what people would think OBJ is now catching anything that comes to him. Yeah. And Dante Culpepper or uh, whoever his other quarterback is that's throwing him the ball would never would probably just guarantee that if he threw it his way, he was going to catch it. Yeah. Randy Moss, I probably can guarantee, attributes all of his success to Chris Carter uh, just because, one, taking some of the defense away from his side, but, two, just being that role model and NFL vet in the locker room, showing him the ropes and stuff. So I think Chris Carter is a great pick. Well done there, Ghost. Yeah, man. So with my last pick... You better bring the heat. I'm going to bring the heat. Okay. And, again, I know some people are going to be disappointed and think I'm going to go one way, but I'm going to actually go with Megatron. Oh, yeah? Calvin Johnson. How could he not be on the short list? Uh, he, yeah. Enough said. He's got a nickname called Megatron. Yeah. I There's mean, not many other wide receivers that have a nickname. <laughs> That's a great pick. 
Thank you. So with the last and final pick of this all awesome team that you would like to see, yeah, man, Ash, this one, what you got, dude? I can't I mean, believe I got this in on my last pick. Okay? On your last pick, yeah. And the reason I was comfortable waiting is because you guys just didn't think about this question this way. I know. I went back to nineteen forty-two. Forty-two. Yeah, man. Did they even have football then? Uh, Apparently. Yeah, yeah they, they did. And there was a guy that was so dominant at the wide receiver position. If you were to compare his stats to today, right? Yep. To equate that to today, he would have had 300 catches in a season, 4,200 yards, and 45 touchdowns. Damn. Yes. I mean, imagine the fantasy points on that. Dude. That is just like put him in and you got yourself a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need anybody else on your team. So there has never been, and I would say with confidence, will never be another player as dominant as Don Hudson in 1942. Don Hudson. Now, in that time, he had 1,211 yards and 17 touchdowns. Okay. By today's standard, that's still a hell of a season, right? Yeah. Back then, they only played 12 games. And the number two, number three, and number four wide receiver that year combined for 1,336 yards and 17 touchdowns. So still not even as good? No. Well, I mean, they were they were just – they had like 100 more yards yeah. and tied him for touchdowns. His 17 touchdowns were actually better than all but one whole other team for the season. Wow. Dude, can you imagine a player being that dominant? No. So, yeah, yeah when I was reading about it, and that was part of why I liked this question so much, was just really educating myself about some of these old-school, just amazing dudes. Yeah. Um, so, like, to me, that guy completely changed the game. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, a guy that good. Um, man, those tickets must have been selling like hotcakes. Yeah. His name was, what, Don Hudson? Dan Hudson. Dan Hudson. Not even Don. See, I yeah. don't – sorry, man. I, I done. No, that's all right, man. Is he related to Kate at all? I, I believe so. Kate yes. Hudson. Great, oh, that's great. That's yeah. a great pick. That's why it's such by, a good pick. Yeah. yeah. Great great grandfather. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I would I would go um, ahead and give you the win right now just on for baby, that one. On baby mama's side. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was just crazy, man. When I was reading about that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me, man. It's just it's insane. And then like I said to compare those stats to today because he was over twice the uh production of the the number 2 guy. Yeah. It was just crazy. Yeah, so that that's we had a great time doing this draft. Yeah, there are a, a lot, lot of people that obviously we didn't get to pick. Yeah, it's, it's have, such small. Do you have listing. an honorable mention that not on your team, but a guy you really wanted to touch base on? Or yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously for each position there was people that we didn't get to pick. You know, Steve Young. Yeah, and he was at quarterback Randall Cunningham. Yeah, I mean those two guys were on my quarterback list that were awesome to watch and were very close for me picking them. But yeah. Brett Favre was just so crazy. Thurman Thomas, Walter Payton, those are all great, great running backs. And I'm sure I'm missing quite a few others. For wide receiver, you have Steve Smith for personality and how he played football. Steve Smith was a beast. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. And uh, Art Monk, Andre Reed, Sterling Sharp, Lynn Swan, Andre Risen. He might not have been the best player, but he was fun to watch too. He's kind of a bad boy. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, tight end, the best of all time probably, Tony Gonzalez uh, wasn't picked. So that's that's good there. And yeah, I mean, Gronk, Graham, there yeah. were several. Yeah. So there's definitely 
obviously a lot of people that we could pick. So I'm very <coughs> the sickness is back. Oh, the sickness! <coughs> I can see the sickness. It's it's terrifying. I'm very curious to see and hear what other people think about who we might have missed, yeah. who some of our running uh, our honorable mentions were, and who who others thought that we should have basically. So, I don't know if it. you mentioned them, but like broad receiver was probably the hardest one to go through. Man, like I still think even though he cray cray now, you know, 2014 Antonio Brown would have been awesome to go see. 2002 uh marvin harrison yeah uh even <coughs> though i got to see him play on tv obj back in 15 yeah i mean those guys were just balling yeah we had i mean chad johnson yeah. was i mean he was awesome and he had some freaking ocho cinco stuff going on you know so there's definitely a lot of people out there that we could have picked and you know Probably there's just honestly the, we couldn't have enough for for our yeah our rosters lt lt <laughs> Did it all good. You are you done, sir? I'm do sorry, a, everybody. Do you need a you know, tissue? Just, or? I guess it's a good thing we're winding down on the episode. But yeah, yeah, definitely, everybody. We're gonna go ahead and post up the teams, and and to recap at quarterback, Derek has Dan Marino at running back. He has Barry Sanders and um and Jim Brown, and at tight end he has Mike Ditka. Dude, dude, it's an old team. I, I mean, <laughs> so far back, you're I'm listening like, wow. to it, and you're like, "Oh, hold on." But these are awesome. Yeah, the wide receiver you have Jerry Rice and Dan Hudson at defense. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like how you emphasize that. Like that was a bad thing. Picture well, Dan Hudson with his little leather helmet. Yeah. Okay. Know? He's just a straight beast and out there catching the ball just everywhere. Doing his thing. Defense, you got the 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There we go. On a special teamer. You have Dion Sanders. Man. So that, that sounds like a great team. We'll post that up so everybody can choose whether you like his team or of course you do. my team. Oh, yeah. Which is quarterbacked by Brett Favre. You got Bo Jackson and O.J. Simpson in the backfield. You got a Randy Moss and Calvin Johnson out wide. It's a, it's a stellar team. You also got Jeremy Shockey out there running around, blowing up my lineup. Is that the underwear guy? <laughs> <laughs> blowing up my lineup. And then you have the 92 Bills playing a defense, and then you have Devin Hester, who you're not going to kick the ball to because he's just going to run into the house. That is a difference maker on your team for sure. Yeah. For sure. And then Ghosts. Oh, Ghosts has uh, John Elway taking the snaps with a Herschel Walker and Tony Dorsett running the ball. So not too bad there. No. And then you have he has uh, Steve Largent and Chris Carter catching them balls from John Elway. And then you got uh, Shannon Sharp uh, for the tight end, eighty-five Bears, and I think it was Dave Meggett for the special teamers. Yeah. So not sure that guy must have been good. Yeah, if, if he was on Brian Ghost's team, then then he had but to I, have done I, something. I do think he's got he's got an elite defense. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yep. Arguably the best. Yeah, that was just I, – I thought it was a lot of fun. I know we, we took it a little bit differently when we were responding, but uh, it was just a fun process. And yeah. to think about, like, any of these groups, you know, if you were, if you had a Sunday, a little extra change in your pocket. Yeah. And you want to go see some people play. If you were Bill and Ted and you could snag somebody from any era yeah. and bring them back and exactly. just throw them on a the field to watch, yeah. you know, have that – spun up man that would that would be so awesome and to think about outside of the teams you actually root for you know because i could have picked all buffalo bills people on here you know and it it would have been legit because the uh, most positions have a hall of famer 
from that Buffalo Bills air. Threw that in there. Little. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they obviously were good, but you know you have to think outside the box. And obviously, if we're going to put it to vote, what other people might think too. Yeah. So it's just fun thinking of that stuff, and you know it was an awesome opportunity. And thank you again, Zach, for, for yeah, bringing that up. For sure, that was a great suggestion, man. And uh, if you got another one, man, throw it our way, or anybody else who has something that is kind of like that, where it's it's football related but really different, you know? Yeah. Holler at us, man. Holla, holla. Yep. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. Send us an email at sinners and winners podcast at gmail.com. And oh, then yeah. also leave a review on any of the podcast platforms. Let us know what you think. Give us some ratings. Hit us up. Get us going. And I mean, you know, I'm going to be joining with uh, Kadunkadunk here in a little while, but for now, I guess. Yep, hold on one thing real quick. Tell oh. Kadunkadunk thank you for the candy. It was such an awesome gesture. And we are outie. Peace. Done. All right, we're back with uh, that little ending segment with Kadunkadunk. Hi, how's it going? Meh. Meh. Yeah, I'm kind of meh today, too. It's been that kind of day. Definitely one of those days you just wish you didn't get up in the morning. Yeah, it's like the second Monday of the week. I feel like fifth Monday. (laughs) It definitely feels like that sometimes. Whole week of Mondays. Uh, But at least, you know, Halloween's coming. Yeah. yeah. In fact, this sh- everybody should be listening to this on Halloween, potentially. Yeah, maybe the day before, hopefully. Hopefully. Something like that. So just to kind of keep it short, uh, definitely we were all uh, pleased to see our little surprise you had for us here at the studio. Oh, well, I'm glad. I just thought it would be fun. After last week's episode, talking about all your tricks and treats and favorite, you know, you guys um, mentioned some of your favorite candies and stuff, so I just thought I'd... There's something together for you. Yeah, it was genuinely appreciated. And um, while Brian uh, wasn't able to make it this week, we, we allowed his candy basket to stay there. So if he comes by soon enough, there should still be some candy left. Yeah, I did, uh, just so you know, Brian, I did tell them that they were free to share your candy amongst themselves since you didn't show up today. But they're being nice enough to to wait and leave it for you. So Yeah, he's having one of those days, too. He just wasn't able to make it. <laughs> But yeah, so some weeks this is just, it's hard to get together and do this show, but we really have committed to trying to make it happen every week. And uh, some weeks I think it's just an exercise in trying to follow through with that commitment uh, because, I don't know, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's a good time getting everybody together and just hanging out and talking and whatnot. I usually get the, the after after podcast chit-chat before everybody leaves. Yeah. It's fun. So it's a little bit of socialization for me, too, you know, aside from working kids, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like all day long, even though I work with adults, it sometimes feels like I'm with kids all day, so. Um, Dude, it's funny. Working with kids all day, it's the adults <laughs> that drive me crazy. <laughs> That's really bad. Yeah, working in a school, it's funny. Like, the part of the job that makes you want to quit is almost never the kids. At least that's my opinion. I think there's probably lots of people that share that opinion. Yeah, like it said, seems like it. I, 
like I said, I know, and I think it's everywhere. I mean, you would think that there's a level of maturity and responsibility that comes with age, but it really, if they don't want to accept it, it just doesn't happen. People, age is no indication of um, maturity, I guess. Yeah, I mentioned, gave Zach's podcast a shout out today um, where he kind of, have you listened? I have listened, I haven't listened to all of his podcast episodes, but I have listened to. Yeah, well, he goes into, you know, where do you find your your best education, or you know, where does mm-hmm. the 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 life lessons that are the most important and in influencing who you are, um, where does that education come from? You know, and he's does a really good job of you know, it's not necessarily that he's saying it's not school, but he is saying is it school? You know. Yeah. Which I find that distinction to be really good. And it's, uh, as someone who's actively working in the school, I have nights like tonight where I come home. I just want to call him up and be like, dude, uh, so how was it you went about quitting again <laughs> and, you know, chasing your dreams? Um, so, yeah, it's just been one of those days. And without rambling on too much, I just kind of wanted to, you know, do our segment and uh, say hello to everybody, give you a chance to say hello to everybody and probably hey. wrap it up pretty quickly. Yeah, um, it's still a lot of prep stuff to do around the house. It's it's hard to, um, tonight I'm having difficulty coming up with like a, a topic to really talk about just because it's kind of overwhelming. I know like with work, your issue today, you know, just having a rough day at work. And for me, it's like work was rough and then it came home and there's, you know, the piles of laundry and then the Halloween costume that had to be completed and, you know, all that stuff. So it can be kind of difficult. I'm going to make a more concerted effort to have something um, prepared for next week. So I'm a little more on top of it Um, because I do like doing this with you. It's a lot of fun and I really enjoy it. And I just appreciate that you guys asked me to be a part of the show. So I feel a little bad this week that I didn't really have anything pulled together. Yeah, you definitely should step your game up. Such a slacker. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, like, long story (laughs) short, just want to give it uh, kadunkadunk a chance to say hi to everybody. And um, I hope you do appreciate that we we do the show because I know I ain't the only one that's like, damn, I'm tired. (laughs) I don't know if I want to do it this week. But on the other side of the coin, um, it has been a lot of fun. And uh, for those of you in the league that um, have been – given the open invite to come on one day give me a shout out i I just i'm just too busy to try to chase anyone down and ask them if they want to come on so if if you do i believe uh, the owner of i made chuck norris cry and jason's team and the dukes of hazard uh, have not been represented on the show yet so if any of you guys are still listening and want to come on and record one with us just hit me up we always do the recording on tuesdays so if you want to come on and voice your opinion or share some comments or just just kind of have fun with us hit me up man we are we're definitely down to have everybody on and also anybody who's done the show already and wants to come back we'd love to have you yeah, and if um if you are interested in being on the show um shoot us a message and um maybe drop some hints about things that you like and maybe i'll have a little surprise for you when you come on well now don't go bribing everybody <laughs> And well, now I feel a little bit bad for Zach and Rodney because I didn't ha- I didn't provide uh, things for them. 
Well, that was just this was a special Halloween treat for the hosts. It seemed yeah. like. Yeah, nice. it was. But. So, it's not about feeling bad. They did something nice, and you know, it's it's uh their fault for not being here on the regular. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, that's pretty much it for today. Yep. So we are now done. <laughs>